Welcome everyone to the latest episode of the Here's Johnny podcast. This is a special, uh, the start of a special little mini season. It seems like every season now, Justin, we do something like this. You mean uh, de- derail for like six weeks? <laughs> Not derail. I, I like to consider it focusing on a franchise that we want to get in and get out of real quick we did resident evil which was not quick that was not quick that was like <laughs> two months if not yeah, more. i blame covid we did we did saw which was also two months but that's just because there were so many yeah but now saw was obviously your kind of baby and now yeah, we're kind yeah. of approaching mine um probably the slasher that made me fall in love with slashers um we've already reviewed scream but we have three movies to get through in a game that you picked out uh, before Scream 5 comes out. Yeah, which, uh, which what, what is that again? January 20... 22nd. 2nd? Okay. I believe so, yeah. Is that in theaters only? Yeah. Probably, at this yep. point. Damn it. Okay. And if you heard her voice, and she is not alone, who else would we do a franchise dive but with the zombie girls himself, Rachel and Mars? How have you guys Hello? been? Hi! Good, good. Excited to be back. (laughs) Mars, I heard you're responsible for everyone not having a happy Christmas due to supply chain issues. Yeah, I dropped the ball. (laughs) (laughs) We need the Who Village to come together and sing (laughs) so that her heart will grow three times. Yeah. Get those supply chains rolling. (laughs) That's it. You caught me. I'm the Grinch. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, but I wanted to keep all the presents to myself. <laughs> so, kind of, before we get into anything else, um, I have a little bit of a surprise for the three of them, and I've been trying to think Ooh. of things to do that don't require me to sing Little Mermaid Mad Libs. Um, maybe I'll. Oh, I'm out that. then. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> maybe, maybe Are you gonna them. read Chuck Tingle to us? Ooh, I'll take that. No, uh, it, it, it is mm-hmm. fitting of Mr. Ghostface. Um. We've all seen these movies before, right? Everyone has seen the original Scream films? Yep. Oh, yeah. Don't, I, I've only seen three and four, maybe once each. Okay, okay. Um, so this is a franchise, probably for the first time, I think, for all of us that we're all familiar with. Like, we've, we've, we've seen all the movies. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you're about to quiz me, I don't know any answers. I will tell you that. Now. I am not quizzing you about any <laughs> okay. of that stuff. I'm just, okay. I, 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 I'm just curious. I want to make sure that we, like, we don't spoil listeners. Sorry, we're probably going to spoil stuff potentially, but I want to make sure <laughs> for you guys, I don't do that to you guys. No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm, I've seen them all. I don't know how good my memory is yeah, on the yeah, latter not ones. At all. But... I can tell you, I did not remember who the killer was at the end of two when we watched it. Either did Devin, and I felt so jealous. And someone else in the chat. Yeah. Uh, Luke was, it was his yeah. first time. Your boy it. Luke's a little aggressive, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I tried to call Rachel in for backup with his D&D shenanigans because I just did not have the energy on this week. I, don't uh, know I feel so to bad. I totally missed him, it. He ghosted me in the chat. <laughs> no, I was making I spaghetti. I wasn't paying attention to the chat. He was uh, basically saying it was, it was George R. R. Martin's fault that, uh, Game of Thrones sucked the last two seasons. Oh, wait, what? 
<laughs> yes, Rachel. Oh, I'm retroactively angry. This is why I was hurt because I even posted the article that said George R. R. Martin flew in and begged HBO to not fuck this shit up. And then nobody yeah. tagged you and you ignored me. I missed all of th- I saw something about D&D. I'm telling you, I was like rushing to hurry up and make it dinner because I wanted to be on time. And then, yeah, I'm, I I missed all of that or I w- there would have been a fiery retort. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always ready to be angry about Game of Thrones. I, I will tell you this, and Rachel knows this as well. Uh, Luke is a shit disturber. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, oh so for it's not sure. Actually, his opinion. He's more just trying to get the pot going. Oh, probably. Um, I don't know yeah. though, but probably. Yeah. I mean, I think probably he like stated an opinion and then got a reaction and was like, "Lean oh, in." No, because like, it's like I normally like. There's a part of me that sometimes wants to engage, especially with a smaller chat like that. But I was yeah. so gassed from this week. I was like, I'm not. Yeah. I, I am. I am not doing that. Um, Sorry, I let you down, bro. Okay. I really, I, I tried to do the the hot the hot swap. Like, yeah, them blame the spaghetti, dude. It was, I swear, I, I missed it all. Mm-hmm. It was like Triple H trying to tap I, in. I have a question, uh, actually. Sean so, Michaels, and he left me there to get my ass beat. What's up, Justin? Uh, sorry, uh, man. Rachel, your spaghetti. Yes. How how do you? Eat, what kind of noodles do you use for spaghetti? Do you use spaghetti or like uh, spaghetti? What is, is that? A, is that angel hair pasta? Uh, yeah, like capillary. Capillary. Capoeira? Isn't that like a, a dance fighting technique? Like Capillary is something in the body. Capybara? Isn't that a South American? I don't know what it's called. Hold on, I gotta look it up. Karaoke? Isn't that a character from Hello Kitty? Yeah, it's been since. When was the last. While Justin's looking up his pasta. Capolini. Capolini. Describe what it looks like. It's basically really, really. It's basically angel hair. It's basically really thin. So I get down with an angel hair pasta, but I I'm very like very pro spiral. That's kind of my my Ooh, sweet spot. Spirals are delicious. I, yeah. I just I, I have to ask because at some point in time in my life I switched over to angel hair slash mm-hmm. whatever the hell you want to call it spaghettini whatever. I can't go back to regular spaghetti noodles. Are yeah. Too thick. Yeah. Right. Too I too agree. Thick. Same. I, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. an angel hair situation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But I, I do agree with spirals. Or a penne. Spirals are delicious. I also enjoy yeah. a penne. Penne. like a ba- a baked penne oh, oh for sure like a, or a baked ziti mm. oh, mm. yeah mm. 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 <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry larry what were you talking about oh don't apologize <laughs> i i i am fine uh i am more of a thick noodle kind of guy i'm where you're you're yeah. you're knocky mm, he's one of these thick noodles. oh okay. i do like a like a good gnocchi mm. yeah mm-hmm. or what's yeah. called the ravioli the stuffed ravioli Ooh, Ooh, yes, or a tortellini. Tortellini, man. With like a spinach and cheese situation. Yeah. Do you guys. guys, Can we just stop and go eat? Wait, I got to give you one pro tip and then we can move on from being from the fat ass hour. Um, (laughs) So do you guys have Trader Joe's where you are? Hell yeah. You have to go to Trader Joe's and get the autumnal pasta season. It is like this magical, creamy uh, pumpkin sauce. It is the best sauce, and you can only get it this time of year. Okay. I'm, I, need to I, go back and I play just play. changed your life. I need to refill my um, everything bagel seasoning that I get from there. So While you're there, grab yourself a, a jar of a, two jars, because you're going to mm-hmm. regret only getting one of the autumnal uh, pasta sauce. Okay. Okay. What do mm-hmm. they mean? I don't have Trader Joe's. You don't have what Trader Joe's? Let's go to well. Tim Hortons and drink maple syrup. 
No, I don't really like Tim Hortons is okay every once in a while, but it's not great, guys. Like, yeah, when yeah. I the one time I went to Canada, I think Randy subsisted on a ste- steady diet of nothing but Tim Horton maple bars, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think he was like whatever the equivalent of wearing like a beret to France is. Like that was his moment in <laughs> Canada. <laughs> he was like, so uh, I'm Canadian get, today. Eh? <laughs> so before we get into the review, um. It seems like during Saw, I kind of stepped into this role of having a little bit of an icebreaker, right? But we're, we're kind of pre-recording this. We don't really want to go through everything we've been doing. So it'll be dated and everything. Mm. And I was trying to think, at least for the first one, something that directly ties into, like, screen. So I have horror trivia for you guys. Oh, jeez. And it's a little bit more challenging than I've provided before. So you can't use your browsers. <laughs> Okay. I just, I, sorry, I was closing. Like, <laughs> you have 15 questions. The three of you get to answer together. Wait, to get, like, we're on a team? Yep. Okay. Oh, I like if it. You three, you're dead. Okay. Oh, geez. All right, but what's our team name, though? We got to have a team name. Oh, it's got to be, are you going to say our team name at any time, Larry? I might. I was going to try to do a ghost face voice, but I don't think I can do it. We have to think of something really dirty that Larry would never say. <laughs> okay, so, no, not. I will not be saying it then. Larry, I'm already like this, dreading the fact I have to watch Hellraiser. Not dreading. I am. You're gonna be oh, fine. It's, honestly, it's like I've heard there's like brother, like, there's like there's like, like um, cousin sex going on in it. Dude, you watched eight seasons of Game of Thrones. You're gonna be yeah, fine. That was, that was even closer. That was sibling. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. you're, fair. Fair. you're gonna be twins. That's a valid point. Okay. I don't know a team name. I, I guys, I'm horrible with this stuff. Mm. Oh, same. Um. Uh, Courtney Cox's baby bangs and scream three. <laughs> the team. <laughs> the team. <Okay. laughs> I I may be in the minority here, but I always thought that Courtney Cox was the hottest friend. I mean, I think Hands they're all down. pretty attractive. Cordy Cox was a level above. I was always, she was always my girl. Like she was in Ace Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, mm-hmm. and then obviously the Scream franchise. Like I, I had the biggest crush, and I even liked her in Cougar Town a little bit. The show was a little bit goofy for me, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Do I find any of the friends hot? Like I think that they're all traditionally attractive. Ooh, see, now here's the thing is I always thought I was, and then I revisited the show, and he's the fucking worst. He is the fucking um, worst. I... And honestly, the only likable characters are Phoebe and, and Joey. Not Chandler? Um, no, he's the worst also. I thought I loved him, but he's also the worst. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> well, we, we'll, we'll have to have a spinoff Friends cast. Friends <laughs> That's fine. Uh, were they on a break, Rachel? Were they on? Uh, yeah, they were on a break. Okay, good. All right, you passed the most important test. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to name you guys uh, Team No Hope. Got it, yes. Wow, cool. Your first question. What's the actual name of the summer camp and sleepaway camp? Oh, oh fuck. Shit. It's, um... It is, of course, a Native American name. It is. And. Oh, God, I know this. It's in here. It's rattling around in my brain. It's like. 
I think it starts with an I. Oh, it's up there. Um. Oh my god, we're gonna Isn't die. It like, it's like arrow something. Mm -hmm. Justin is cheating. I want a webcam on you, sir. <laughs> is it arrow? No, it's no. It's, okay, it's <clears throat> it is a Native American name. It's like it came up recently when we played horror trivia, and so I'm really mad at myself that I did not properly file this array in my brain. Camp arrow. Ten seconds. I, I it's got to be close to arrow because he thinks I'm cheating. <laughs> it's like three arrow walk walkery two, or something. I don't one time, know. I do need an answer. Nah. Air air air. What was the? What did you say? Arrow. I, it was run. No, please don't repeat. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you said? Yeah. Let's go with that. Arrow walk. It's wrong. Camp arrow walk is correct. What? Oh, what? It was in there. <laughs> All right. From now on, though, I am going to have a timer going. Okay, Rachel, oh, shit. You, okay. You, you, you are going to carry this You're team going forward. to have a 30 no! second timer. When I finish reading the question a like, second time. Like, slashers are my biggest win. Like, my biggest well, it's all like, like, area. The, the minute details that I do not mm -hmm. remember. Yeah. Question there. number two. Which horror movie led to the MPAA's PG-13 rating? Which horror movie. horror movie led to the MPAA's PG-13 rating? I will give you two clues. Justin, I told you about this when we reviewed it, and it is kind of a Christmas movie. Is it Gremlins? Yes. Too many Rachel! Clues. Too many I, clues. <laughs> no, that's no, 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 because, because I... was I, like, oh, Larry, I don't remember what I talked about. It was either yesterday. Gremlins or... Um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark sequel. It was like, I couldn't remember which Temple one it was. Good job. Temple of Doom. Yes, yeah. yeah. Bravo. Stop <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know nothing fucking useful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. okay. I'm sitting over here just dead weight. You know, like when you see those rowing crews and you just see that one person at the front with the loudspeaker who's not rowing? That That's me right now. Bars. That person is important too. It's just me up there with the loudspeaker okay. going, Rachel, hey. Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> hey, Team No Hope, you have two questions. You have team Some yet. Hope. <laughs> so number three, in what state is the house from Amityville, Amityville Horror located? In I mean, what it's... state is the house from Amityville Horror located? Is it New York? Up upstate I New York? It... Oh. Guys, I don't know states, so... Oh right! Think, this, oh no! This, this is feels, bias. Uh, yeah, count. yeah. There better be a territories or is it New have? York or is it like it's not like New Hampshire or something? I, there's so many spooky movies that happen I mean, in it's, this. Yeah, it's definitely New England. New England. Yeah, I want to say it's upstate New York. Sounds upstate right. New York. Yeah. Final answer. In, mm, <laughs> I mean, it's the best I've got. So if somebody else wants to. No, I, I, I don't I, know states. I'm, I'm Canadian. Don't follow me. I'm gonna get you. You're off. right. Again. <laughs> oh Is shit! I mean, follow me. I know what the fuck I'm doing. All right, I think this one might be one of the easier ones. Oh god. What was Freddy Krueger's serial killer nickname before he died? 
What was Freddy Krueger's serial killer nickname before he died? Yeah, I know it's not the diddler. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jesus Christ. It well, should I mean, be, I'm, though. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um. Oh, my God. This is a great trivia question. Team, team Rachel. It was no. directly referenced <laughs> for just be, to be very clear. This nickname was referenced in the movies, but specifically in Freddy versus Jason, he called himself this. Oh, you know what? I've never seen Freddy versus Jason, so you guys are on your own on this the, one. The, I know. Okay, so... I know. Shame on me. If, I, if you knew the number of slashers I have not seen, you'd be horrified, Larry. Would it be like maybe like the Springwood Killer or something like that? Is that where he's from? Is Springwood? I think so, right? Is that where he's from, Larry? I don't. Mm. Why are you asking me? I'm trying yeah. to kill you. Oh, right. <laughs> well, because I, I think that's clearly we are struggling with this question. I think that's a fair clue to want. Is he from Springwood? Is he like the Springwood Slasher? Oh, the Springwood, Springwood Slasher. It has like a nice like. I need to guess. There's an alliteration there. I, I enjoy, need to guess but... who your boyfriend's going to get gutted before you can even have a chance to save him. <gasps> Steve, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Three. It's got to be the Spring. Two. It's as good as the Diddler. Yeah. Okay, the Springwood Slasher. You're right. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! His direct quote from Freddy vs. Jason, the Springwood Slasher, that's what they called me. My reign of terror was legendary. We are surviving this game like people in a slasher film. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Just do it! Your luck! Your <laughs> luck! Okay, this one is going to be a push, but listeners of Zombie Girls should oh, know. No. Oh no. Oh no. What type of plant was inside the locket from Rosemary's Baby. I've never ooh, seen Rosemary's ooh, Baby. Oh, okay, hold on, hold what on. What type of plant was inside the Tannis, Tannis. It was Tannis. Rosemary's Baby. It was Tannis. Tannis root? I will give it to you. Perfect. Yes! All right, Justin. If you miss this, you are going to be insulting many people besides just myself. Where was the Blair Witch Project filmed? Hey, okay. You know what? Actually, so, so this is interesting because I realized that ever since I told you I fell asleep watching the Blair Witch Project, <laughs> I'm up to everybody who's involved with the Blair Witch Project whenever we okay. talk to them. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been a while. Blast. I can uh, confirm it or not. Where was the Give me Blair... like five minutes. I can go get some proof if you want. <laughs> where was the Blair Witch Project filmed? Oh, I know where oh, it takes man. place in the movie, but I don't sleep. I don't remember. It's our location on Twitter. Do not go look, anybody. Okay, but oh, is it oh, the name of... Where? Yeah. I need a state. Is oh. it Maryland? Oh, uh, Massachusetts. No, no Massachusetts I, I don't think it's know. Massachusetts. I think it's... I think it's Maryland? But so I don't know. State? Again, man, I don't know state. That, that sounds right. I know, again, I know it's in New England, and it's not New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm. Or is it New Jersey? No, it's not. Okay, I don't think that doesn't sound right to me. Okay, Maryland sounds right, but I Delaware, Maryland. It's not like a Virginia. No, because it's is... okay. It's I. It's something up there, Five. up in them so, there. Okay, places. I know it starts. I I know the the abbreviation of it. Three. What is the abbreviation? MD. Oh, it's Maryland. Maryland. God okay. Maryland. you, Justin. Yes, <laughs> from Maryland. I just, I don't know what that is, so. Yeah, no, see? All right, this one I think you're going to miss. 
I would be impressed if you got this one. But okay. I think it's a fair question because... Wait, I got 10 right. Now I'm going to let you down. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the goat that played Black Philip in The Witch? Oh, shit. He is, is actually credited. Yep. Billy the goat? I have no idea. Do you guys have any, any idea? I'm leaning towards Billy. Yeah. I, no, I I know it's like a, it's like a person. Obviously, it's a person's name. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like know. a weird, like. Mm. It's a weird, like what? I don't know. It's Bjorn like the goat. No, it's. <laughs> like. Six, the popcorn is burning. Five. No. Steaster. Steaster. Three, no, it's not Seaster. Seaster. Two. <laughs> one. Give me an answer. Billy Steaster. No. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie is the name of the oh, goat. I should have known that. That's my nickname. Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, oh yeah. I always forget that. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's what my family calls me. So Justin, well, can I, I have the ack ack sound from Martha Tax, please? No, because I just took it off. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to try to have a, like a, a bad noise. Do we have any bad noises on the soundboard currently? Uh, I got Adam and... Uh... Do we have sexual Tyrannosaurus? No, man, I haven't. I know. It's been off there for like since we did it. Oh, I, my wow. goal is to put it back on there. Okay, also, uh, that needs to be a band name. Sexual Sex- Tyrannosaurus? <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think it is. Um, <clears throat> I hope I so. Like... I, I want to live in a world where sexual Tyrannosaurus is a band. I know. That's the reality I want to be a part of. That, is that the heavy metal band that has like the guy singing like he's Arnold? I have no like, idea. As in like Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I did not know this is a thing. I know exactly what I'm doing the minute we wrap. <laughs> Back to the trivia team, No Hope. We're halfway through. You have missed one. Hold on, hold on. You like that? What's that? You like that? What's that? <laughs> it's emergency Bigfoot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> also needs to be a band name. <laughs> In Get Out. What does Chris use to not get hypnotized? Um, he puts cotton in his ears that he pulls out of the arms of the chair. Perfect. Correct. Sorry, guys. Should I be letting you guys go first? No. I'm, no. I'm, no. I get, I get nope. competitive, and then I'm just like, rah! No, so, go for it. Okay. <laughs> it makes it easy for me. Great. <laughs> I've got thing. both the people on my team that let the I'm, – I'm the nerd in the group that does all the work, and they just show up for the <laughs> presentation. Me, here, my sunglasses. I'll put my sunglasses on and show up 10 minutes late. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to be nice because I like you guys. This one is mm. going to be kind of tricky, so think about it for a second. What was the okay. concept of It Follows based on? STDs. Okay, so the the director has has disputed that. So I don't know where your information is coming from. It is coming from the director. I have a quote. Okay, so he's talking about like how sexual trauma follows you, I believe. That's what I... My, my remembrance of what the director said was. Okay. But I don't know. If somebody else wants to go STD, that's fine. No, I mean, that's just what I I'm very pro-STD. Wait, hold on. Are you? No. Wait. <laughs> uh, Spread it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, I mean, I, again. If everybody if, has if, it. If the director has disputed it, just because that's what I remember somebody telling me. So I was like, oh, okay. I, you know. Then let's go with the trauma. Yeah, let's one. go with the trauma then. 
Wait, we Rachel, will you say exactly what you're saying again? It's about like how like sexual trauma follows you. Okay. Wrong. No! Fuck! The direct Hold quote. On. The direct quote. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Steve is dead and you are coming right behind him. The director oh, himself no. said, this is a quote. Honestly, the basic idea, the main point of it, came from a recurring nightmare I had when I was a kid. In the nightmare, I was followed by a monster, and I instinctively knew it was bad. According to Director Mitchell, the sexual aspect of the monster and passing it on came later in his life. Hmm. So it was the original concept was literally just being stalked and not being able to get away. Okay, a little avant-garde of a question, but okay, okay. Okay. I gotta start fighting back now because we only got one question left. Do we only really? Like, only they're only left? getting harder. I gave you softballs up front. They're only getting harder. This one might be hard, but I think since we have a journalist amongst us, she probably knows. Netflix once accidentally placed what horror movie in its LGBTQ Bobadook. section? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole thing about how Pennywise and Baba Dukes, the Baba Duke are partners, and there's like I have a Baba Shook magnet on my fridge <laughs> with him like in front of a gay pride flag. <laughs> okay, so I reckon like I saw that when people started like associating Baba Duke with like the pride parades and stuff, and I was like, oh, that's funny, and I didn't know why, but I was like, I'm in, I'm like cool. Now I now I understand why. I okay. did not know that story. <laughs> okay, so this next one. I am not going to be mean. I don't need the names of these people. Okay. I need you to tell me who they were. You'll understand after I ask the question. Who was it that sued the producers of The Conjuring? I mean, was it the... the, the... There were two people. I only need one of them. I mean, was it like the ghost hunters? Or not the ghost hunters. Yeah, the, the what are their names? The something. The Warrens. Yeah, the Ed and Lorraine Warren. Was it them? Well, that feels but, easy though. So, I know that the family mm. that the real thing that happened to uh, claimed that after the Warrens left, things got worse, and the scene as the movie portrayed it as getting better. I'm wondering if it was the family. What was the? family's name i mean because i have some more questions prepared i'm going to tell you you guys are wrong so far dang it okay but i will say it one of the people does have to do with the original incident i mean they was it like to the original incident was it one of the amityville people like the no, I, I have a question was it about like the was it about like the second conjuring or the first the conjuring, first conjuring or... and think something that happened when pokemon go first came out what was a big problem Oh, people like kept going to the house, probably. Oh, so it's the people that actually own the house that the conjuring was shot at, or maybe the people, yeah. Because I know Justin is right. One of the people, her name was Norma Sutcliffe. She sued them because uh, the farmhouse property kept being trespassed. I mean, Larry. (laughs) (laughs) The second one was Gerald Brittle. He is the author, and he sued Warner Brothers. Because they copied his book, The Demonologist. Huh. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, we got there. That's yeah, the important yeah, we part. We just, did we just die? <laughs> no, I was. I you got it. I gave you a clue. Okay. All right. Cool. What film 
starred an actor who actually did not know he was acting in a horror film. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Justin, can you repeat that? We have reviewed this on the podcast, of course. It what was recently, wasn't it? Starred an actor who actually did not know he was acting for a horror film. Justin, you really don't want to miss it. It was one. like recent, wasn't it? You do not want to not get the title okay. of this movie. So, Justin, what is a movie that you loved that you you guys recently reviewed? Doesn't necessarily have to be one he loves. It's one he would be embarrassed to not get. I mean, I don't think I'd be embarrassed. You should be. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to say from his answer, maybe, was it like maybe like The Predator or something? No. You are, I'm not going to count that against you. Okay. It is something that directly has to do. We reviewed it. It's very important to the show. Okay, important to the show. That's interesting. So, was it important to the show? Important to the show. Was it something from someone from The Shining? I, I have a question. I have a question, and I'm asking for a clue. Was it this season? I think you should listen to Rachel. It's someone from The Shining. Okay, so let's think about. I don't need the actor. I need the moon. The film. Okay, The Shining. Yes. Okay. Who was was it? Okay. Was it the the guy who plays the psychic that helps the kid, or was no? It was the kid himself. The Danny kid Ward. himself, of course. Yeah. He uh, after the film came out, he didn't know it because he, they sent him a incredibly edited footage that took out all the scary parts. Really? Wow. I wonder what that was like. I wonder what that would have been like. The Shining without the scary. Yeah, that'd be a really fucking weird be movie. A weird yeah. <laughs> okay, no more clues. There are three questions left. No more clues. Okay. You gotta get through to the end. Your host is no longer helping. Okay. Rachel, you'll be embarrassed if you miss this one. Oh, God. I don't think you will. What is the name <clears throat> of the demon in The Exorcist? I mean, do you want his official name or like what he introduces Can himself? Can I answer this? Yeah. Sure. It's Pazuzu. Yes. Okay. Pazuzu. I didn't know if you wanted Captain Howdy. Oh. That would, I would have accepted that. Good one. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. Pazuzu and Captain Howdy. Yeah. Do we okay. get two points? This one. I feel like we should mark one off, right? Like, so now we're like, yeah. we get we took a step back from the slasher. Nah. Second <laughs> 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 the last question here. Okay. And I am this, I'm inside the house now, by the way. Oh, watching no. you guys walk around in your bathrobe. No. This is getting very Poughkeepsie tapes. To this date, what is the highest grossing Stephen King film adaptation. Is it it? I'm trying to think. I don't know. It's got to be like I mean highest grossing like are we talking about film? like um inflate This list was compiled that of questions I have as of January 31st, 2021. Okay, but are they counting for inflation or is uh, it just like straight up box office number? Looking at this, it is just straight up number. Okay, so that means it's probably it's a recent it. thing. So it's got to. I'm trying to think. Pet it's, Cemetery. I don't think did that well at the. No, and it it too didn't do as well as it Mm-mm. won, like the original. Edit. But I'm just trying to think if there's any like non horror thing that he's done that has done. I mean, I don't think that Shawshank Redemption like it like crushed on TBS. Didn't crush in the theater. I don't think. But is there? We went. Got, quick side note: when we went to. Uh, the incarceration music festival for our anniversary 
Uh-huh. It was at it was at the Minnesota Reformatory where they filmed. That's so cool. Um, Shawshank. We got to go through a tour of the Reformatory, and like they filmed like a lot of the stuff there, including where Brooks hung himself. So really? The carving and the yeah, it was uh, it was very it was very very cool. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to share that tidbit. It's got to be it. It's got to be. I mean, I th- I'm just trying to think if there's a trick to this, but I ten. I I, th- I mean nine. Am I forgetting anything? Eight. No, it's got to be eight. Okay, seven. I think it did yeah, really, really well, it. right? It. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Yes! It Chapter 2 is number 2. Nice. Uh, the number that it, I have according it, it, to this Chapter list, 2 was number 2, if you know what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, Stephen King can't finish a book. Sorry. <clears throat> sometimes. Oh, but man, can, can't I, I gotta it talk about it. Every sometimes. time it, it Chapter 2 comes up, I gotta talk about Bill Hader, though. Just like, I know. Yes, that's fair. knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right. I cried. I cried when he when he cries at the end. Aww. This is your last question. Oh my god, are we gonna survive you guys? This no. one is, this is gonna make it this fucking be, impossible. Yeah, yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we're Drew Barrymore. Think about it. Yeah. Remember we're Drew This is the part where our parents are watching us. From Mars too. Ah crap. <laughs> what number keeps appearing in the film Us? Oh. I know what it is. You do? Yes. Okay. Because. Shh, no, no, no. You can't. No, we me. are a you team, are, you sir. You have been taken down. You are not dead, but you're like Dewey. You are injured. Mars, what's up? Mars, it why don't you? It is the same forward as it is backwards. Justin, I am happy you got it. I am proud of you, and you guys won't die. But I want to hear okay. from Mars. You have been stabbed, and your face got squished against the soundproof wall. You're not dead. You're just chilling. Oh no! And Rachel, you got shot in the gut and you fell off the stage. Mars. Hey, uh, <laughs> Rachel, if you know the answer, do you want to text it to her? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I will let you guys help her. I, I don't, but I'm guessing. I, I'm okay, guessing so I know what it is based on your clue. Think of two people standing. That, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Oh, is it eleven? If it's not right, step in. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's what I think it okay. is too. Yeah, I guess we'll go with... So Justin has recovered from being squished against the wall, and Rachel is back on stage after getting shot off. Get me out of there! What is your answer? And be very clear on what your answer is. 11. Oh, no, but is it... Is it it 11-11? Or is it like... Someone needs to say a definitive answer. Or is it like... Oh, it's, it's, uh, uh, um, isn't there like a, 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 a Bible-y thingy? What's the Bible-y 11? The Bible-y 11. Ten, I think you're asking the wrong crowd. Nine, Is eight, it, if it's a Bible-y thing, it's probably 11-11, because then it's chapter six, 11, verse 11. Five. Okay, 11-11. Rachel just saved all three of <laughs> <laughs> it is 11, Dude, Rachel 11. was carrying us through this movie. It is 11 Rachel 11. is... You Rachel is the Sydney Prescott. Stabbed <laughs> and bloodied, and your friends are all dead. Then why do I feel like Dewey? <laughs> somehow made it through. It is eleven eleven. Um, there's Jeremiah eleven eleven. Obviously, when the four of them are standing in the driveway side by side, the football team score is eleven eleven on the TV. Um, the rabbit ears look like eleven. The news channel is eleven. And for our religious-minded folks, Jeremiah 11.11 11 is, 
Therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Your God does not love you. Celebratory roar. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so with that, that lasted a little longer than I thought it did. The planning beforehand took care of. Justin has an early morning. We need to get rolling. Justin, play me some epic music. Let's review Scream 2. God, that's such a great song. Okay, so I'm just going to say it straight up before we get into anything else. Scream 2, in my opinion, is the best sequel ever made. I'm sorry, Rachel. I agree. I, that is a wild exaggeration. <laughs> I think you know that is my opinion on this, and I think Justin will be happy to have other thoughts on it because my scores, so everyone is aware, are going to be very high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably tens all across. So Not tens all across, but close. I mean, this is one of my favorite If you tell me this is a ever. 10 scary, I'm like, I, I'm not only going yeah, to quit the show, I'm, I'm going to delete yeah. <laughs> cast from my computer. <laughs> Okay, so since we have guests on, and the ladies are always so nice, they have provided the background and the 60-second summary. The floor is yours, ladies. I think... Is that me, then? That's you? I'm doing the background. Do you want to do the 60 seconds first, or the... No, the the... background, background. Okay, okay. All right, this is uh, my first shot at doing research for these kinds of shows. You're going to do great. <clears throat> Don't check the Wikipedia later. So, screen two. <laughs> Wikipedia is the savior for all of us. You're fine. Yeah. I do the same thing. 100%. Uh, so, Scream 2 was released in December 1997, which was just, just under a year after the December 1996 release of the original Scream. Um, like, all the Screams up until the fifth one. This one was also directed by Wes Craven. Uh, this one was written by Kevin Williamson, who also wrote Scream. Scream 4, and then, uh, God, some of my favorite, like, early, you know, late 90s Hell slasher films. Yes. Oh, my God. I Know What You Did Last Summer and The Faculty. faculty. Ugh, Dawson's love Creek. Them. Dawson's Creek. And I didn't, I never watched The Vampire Diaries, but I recognize the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the man behind those things. Uh, Scream 2 made $172.4 million at the box office, which is, like, just under Scream. Um a lot of you know a lot of online reviews and things and people's opinions are that Scream Two is just as good as Scream, which you don't see for a lot of sequels, mm-hmm. Larry. So yeah. you are among among the many Thank you. Uh, people who believe that this one was a really great sequel. Um, and in fact, production for Scream Two actually started while Scream was still in theaters because uh, Kevin Williamson wrote a five-page outline for Scream Two and sent it with the Scream. Uh, script when he was auctioning it around because he wanted to show that this had the potential to be a franchise and he was right uh so he so they had the five-page outline they started production while scream was still in theaters and uh 
the ending that we got in Scream 2 was actually almost not the ending. Ooh. But while they were in production, the script was leaked online. So everybody found out who the killers were, which caused Kevin Williamson to rewrite the ending. And in a lot of people's opinions, for the better. Yeah. The original Ghostface murder duo was supposed to be Sydney's roommate Hallie and her boyfriend Derek mm-hmm. with assistance from Cotton Weary and Mrs. Loomis. Terrible. And yeah, a Absolutely lot of people's terrible. opinions were like way too many killers. A couple of them don't even make sense, you know. So uh, when the script was leaked, they rewrote the ending to just be Mrs. Loomis and Mickey, which such good move. Such a good move. <laughs> such a good move. And that's all I that's that's what I got for you. That's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was I was going to bring that up if you did it, Mars. So I'm really you did bravo. bravo. You did fantastic. Ah, thank you. Yeah, that <laughs> that is probably. To, to me, sometimes things happen that make, might frustrate you, but it's always for the best. That's I think that saved this movie. Same. I agree. Like, can you imagine if we got into the end? We're like, what? Ugh. Okay. Because the thing First is, Mickey all. was a surprise, and so was Mrs. Loomis. But they yeah. made sense in the context of how the film built up to them. Yeah, and I love the way they present Mrs. Loomis. Like, we see her the whole time, but yeah. don't realize till the end. It's... Okay, we'll get into it. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Justin, I am watching the clock. I am going to push it, but uh, we, we do have to get a review in. And before we get into the review, I get to take a, a rest weeks, I guess, here. Rachel, how's your throat feeling? A Are little you scratchy. Weird question to ask somebody. <laughs> you're making it weird. Don't make it weird. I know. I just like, I, I just like to make you uncomfortable. Oh, you did. Congratulations. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you succeeded. I will say oh, Randy did offer me some throat lube, and I turned it down, and now I regret it. So we'll <laughs> see how this goes. Lube? Have you never wait, used wait, wait, it? Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it's like a cough drop? No. <laughs> Just <laughs> very specifically applied. No, it's this <laughs> biotin <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> Don't start something you can't finish. I know. Hold on. Oh, I, I he did. just arrived with the with the th- throat lube. Okay, it's called Biotin, and it is a moisturizing spray. So, and it's very minty. Mm. Do I spray it in the back of my throat or just? Okay, <laughs> I'm getting it. <laughs> that is not gentle mint. This lies. <laughs> that is intense mint. Huh. I can't. I, I was going to say something, but I, I'm going to say it. Now that your throat is properly lubed, are you ready to uh, give us a 60 second summary? <laughs> I, I, I joined you guys. I, I Welcome you, uh... to Team Creep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what our team should have been named. Oh, team Creep. <laughs> All right, here All right. we go. Three. All right. Two. One. Scream 2 opens up in a movie theater at the premiere of Stab, a movie based on events in the first film. Ghostface shows up and gets stabby, and the audience stares in horror as Jada Pinkett Smith's character bleeds out in front of them. When we catch up with Sydney, she's away at college, having moved on from her past. She's got new friends, including Mickey and her new boyfriend, Derek. But her past comes back to haunt her when the press descends on the campus, including Gail Winters, Dewey, and a now exonerated and desperate for screen time, Cotton Weary. Gail also also has a lightweight stalker and local reporter, Debbie Salt. Ghostface continues doing his thing, picking off peaks, this time with names connected to 
previous victims. Dewey, Gale, and Randy team up and solve the try to solve the mystery Scooby-Doo style, and then Randy gets marked. Ghostface stalks them. Everyone's a suspect. Red herrings bound. Finally, Sydney faces off with Ghostface in her college theater. Turns out her highly sus boyfriend is innocent, and Ghostface is twist. Mickey, who is doing it for the fame, and he's not alone. Turns out Debbie Salt is actually Billy's mom, who wants revenge. They fight to the death, and Sydney gets the upper hand with an assist from Gale and Cotton. Sydney shoots Mama Loomis in the head. When they emerge in the theater, she tells the press that Cotton is the real hero, and turns out Dewey is alive. Yay, the end. One minute exactly. Ooh, Why? yeah! <laughs> I mean, can That's I tell you, clap. following Mar uh, Mars's aliens thing, the pressure was on to perform. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm properly lubed. I don't know if I could have gotten through that. <laughs> okay, so plot. I am just going to, again, I'm not going to have a lot of negatives to say until we get to the end. I'm just going to tell you. I think this is, like, I love Kevin Williamson. I have talked about I love Dawson's Creek before. Obviously, one of my favorite horror films, my top two, is Blair Witch Project and The Faculty. Kevin Williamson writes in such a way that, I don't know, it just, it just hits perfectly for me. I think the script is awesome. I think it stays true to our characters. I think it takes risks. Because it does kill off some big name characters. Like, it kills off um, Randy. Yes, my favorite band. part. Like, stab, stab, stab. Yeah, and it's and it's brutal. And I, I think the characters translated well from what happened before. I think there's great red herrings throughout. I... And, and the self-referentialism, that's not even a word. The way that it's like very meta, right? It's like over-the-top meta, like... Courtney Cox talks about how the fake new picture of Gail Weathers is her head on Jennifer Aniston's body. Yeah. <laughs> There's like shit like that throughout this whole movie. Like it knows what it's doing, but at the same time, it still keeps you guessing. It still keeps you involved and in caring about the characters. And at the end, like, like especially if you haven't seen as much as I have, like even Devin like didn't remember because they do a great job of just putting red herrings and guesses and like things that make you forget about what could possibly happen. And Again, I'm just going to tell you, until we get to the end, I really don't have anything negative to say. I love Scream 2. I I truly, truly love Scream 2, and I think the plot is fantastic and probably one of the best, if not the best, slasher plots we have. I rest. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. It's a solid movie, and it's one of those things where, like, it does uh, reference horror movies, and the characters are talking about, you know, like when they talk about, oh, well, I'll, they got David Schwimmer to play yes. me in the movie and all yes. that. But at the same time, like, doesn't take you out, doesn't make you feel like you're watching, like, a spoof movie. Yes. Like, somehow it's just, and, you know, pacing, I think, is real solid. It's not, there, and there were so many bad movies that came out during this so time period that. Movies. So many ones were like, you know, either the pacing's weird or the characters are written strangely or you get to the end and you find out who the surprise killer is and you're like, that makes no sense that it would be that person, you know, yeah. and it still makes sense in this movie. So I, I agree with you. I, I think it's a solid movie. And, uh, it's a good, it's a good sequel. And, and, and like I said about uh, Aliens, sequels are hard. Yeah. You know, sequels are tricky. And back your but point this one, up, Mars, yeah. like, like one of the scenes to me that really speaks to how this movie does a great job of like pushing that meta pushing that fourth wall but never breaking it and keeping you engaged is when they're in the film class talking about sequels yeah like like i love like that, that scene. could so easily have been cringy or terrible or like like we see what you're doing and like because the actors are so great and because like it's just written so well it's just referential like it's, it's not it's just it's 
I don't know. I think Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven might have been one of the best team-ups we have ever gotten, especially when it comes to the slasher genre. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know. Again, I love Scream 2. I'm just telling you guys right now. Well, <laughs> I, I, I am airing its water. I straight up I mean, am. like, teen slashers are difficult because they so easily go stupid. Yes. And so, like, when you see one that's not stupid. Like it's... House of Wax. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Teen slashers are difficult, and this is a teen slasher sequel. So the fact that it's, I, I mean, I think it's a solid movie. I really like it. So, I mean, it, it somehow sidestepped two very large obstacles that a lot of other movies trip over. So, props. Rachel and Justin, you guys have been oddly quiet. I, I mean, I think I largely agree with what you guys are saying. I feel differently okay. about the film class scene. I think okay. that and Randy's think blissfully only monologue in this one about, you know, sequels um, are the parts that I maybe liked the least just because I, I think like Randy. he's total friend zone. He's a creepy <sighs> creeperson who's like constantly on the edges. Like, you know, I, yeah, I don't. Randy is a problematic character for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I think that there's a version of that that's Dewey that I think is actually pretty great. So it's not that I have a problem with kind of like goofy friend guy friends. It's the it's the whole narrative about how he's like unrequited his unrequited love for for um, Sydney is what creeps Sydney. me. Yeah. It's it's just like oh do you think I could get with her like it's 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 one of the areas that um and i know that you're not gonna like this about the original scream that i think really did not age well that i was kind of surprised when we rewatched it this week how much of the gender politics of that movie are fucked um yeah i was actually going to recommend uh kind of a crossover when we get to cage rage mm -hmm. i was going to wonder if you wanted to talk to that about me about that with me at length because i think you and i are on opposing opposing sides. sides of it you think the gender politics are good in scream no, 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 no. I think that you, you're talking about how, for, for me, I think that it's not on the level of like, like problematic as some other ones are. Oh, I mean, I, he's, is he the most problematic character in film? Absolutely not. But like, yeah. but when I originally watched the movie, I had very different feelings about Randy. And this time through, I really found him very creepy. And I think he reinforces some ideas like very particular dynamics between male and female friendships that I think are really creepy and problematic. And, and that was what I wanted to talk mm -hmm. to you about is I think that when this film was originally written and like when it originally came out, I think the friend zoned incel kind of character mm -hmm. wasn't the friend zoned incel character we have in the real world today. And I, I mean, think, he... and that's what I wanted to talk to you about is I think that that is, we can do it now if you wanted to, like, cause that's like, I like Randy. Randy's actually one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. I do agree with you that he is like, longing over sydney i think it's ramped up to make you think that maybe he's the killer i think yeah. that's why it's there in some part mm -hmm. but i also think that we are applying what an incel is today because i think in today's terms that is what he is but i think back then it when he was written and when he came across i don't think that was what okay it was intended as but i mean in, you, you, you see what I'm saying? i do but in like the way that incels think is not something that just came about recently on the internet they sure. just For now sure. have communities where they can talk to each other but yeah. where that comes from is the same place where a Randy character was created is those those feelings those ideas and those attitudes toward women existed mm -hmm. when randy was written so like he may, we may not have had a name for it we may not have been having critical discussions about that type that archetypal character but like 
as a viewer now, I know that the, the same place that like the same sort of psychology behind incels exists in the writing of this character. So yeah, and I, and I see that, but I also like I would push back, like because I, again, I do like Randy. I'm just telling you, like, and that's fine. I, feel, I mean, I, I like he's not the like most egregious character. Do you know what I mean? His like, character ducky. is ducky, but he's not as bad. Like, like ducky to me is like one of the worst examples of what the rise of the incel. So what's the difference like, between ducky and Randy that he that Randy he didn't Randy do a is, dance I, I, number. I, I, I think it's more that Randy's stuff is ramped up to make us to give the red herring vibe. Yeah, but I mean because he that's... Has put himself at, at harm's way to protect Sydney. Right. Okay. So he has and a different purpose in the script, but his character huh? is still the same. He just has a different purpose. So, like, you feel like he's a justified character. That's fine. But that's not the same thing as he's saying he's unlike unlike Ducky. I just hate Ducky. That's fine. I, I, you know who else I hate? I hate Blaine. I hate Blaine and I hate Ducky. <laughs> I wish Justin, he had just run off with Annie Potts and then it would have been a great fucking movie. We're, we, we, are, we are talking John Hughes, Justin. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to stay silent. <laughs> <laughs> I was at one point in time going to ask who the fuck these people are, but. I mean, but like Randy is a character that is like part of tradition of sort of those like friend zone characters that John Hughes like loved yes. to write, you know? Like, so, but anyway, I'll just say, okay, I'll be honest, going into this review, I was a little worried because we had just watched Scream and I know how much you love this movie and I know how much it hurts when people shit on things you love. <clears throat> Aliens. Anyway. I'm even in 82. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. But I will say, I, <laughs> despite being very let down, not very, but somewhat let down by Scream, I had a much better time with this one. Okay. okay. So I am delighted to say that I'm going to say like almost universally positive things about this movie. I know we like started on a weird, awkward note, but like truly I actually had a really good time with this. I think this is a rare instance where the, the um, you know, the sequel manages to take the pieces that work from the original film and then elevate it and rather than just rehash it. I think that there is a lot of the same meta stuff in this, but to me, with the exception of a couple of moments and I, didn't necessarily love the friend stuff either but i do think that this movie trusts us to be horror fans much more than the previous one did like every okay. single time there was like a meta in in joke in scream there was like a dialogue flashing arrow like see what we're doing here would <laughs> <laughs> be clever whereas this one i think trusts its audience more and as a horror fan like i got the subtle references i didn't need to point it out to me and it felt clever and it felt like i was in on the joke instead of being like, I got to be a participant in the joke instead of just having it told to me. Um, and so I think the writing is much better in this. I also think just as a slasher, the pacing is better in this. And I think sure. um, it moves along at a nice clip. I think the red herrings, like you said, are very effective. Um, and I think that the characterization across the board, and maybe this is an audio and we'll get into it, but I, I think Sydney is improved in this. I think Gail Weathers is vastly improved in this mm -hmm. i sure. think dewey sure. is better in this i think randy gets killed and that's great i think <laughs> <laughs> like across the board i think that this one is just like an elevated version of the first one. one yeah I, I agree I, I fully i fully agree with that yeah so Justin, you've been quiet you need to watch some john hughes movies uh ducky sucks but you, you can we can talk about that later what are your thoughts on the plot of scream too I mean, honestly, <clears throat> sorry, my throat was... Would you like some biotin? <laughs> um, 
I, I would like some lube shot. In my face. <laughs> um, it's a little more forceful than you're ready for. I have to say, it's got hey, some. You know what? That's okay. Hey, it's not forceful if you're accepting, it, right? <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> suddenly, Randy <laughs> is looking great. <laughs> I'm, down, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly, like I, I agree. I, I think it moves at a better pace than the first one. <clears throat> And I, I I don't think there's a lot of like negatives to say about this, mm-hmm. um, because yeah I, I mean it, it moves along it's got a great pacing, uh, especially compared to the uh, all the other movie we had to watch this week Larry uh, Captive, Captive State, State yeah which was just all over the fucking place he um, tried. yeah it, he did he did he did better than he normally does so I'll, I'll give him that <laughs> but no I I, I the think the film that... tried to say something it just didn't. Oh no, God no! It just it's said. Two hours of my time. Yeah, delete um, this. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I have to generally agree. I, I I think this is a better movie than the first Scream. I think it moves better, feels better, and I mean, overall, I think this whole movie is better than the first movie. Okay, for plot, it kind of to me feels like uh like a like if Scream grew up. Yeah, yeah, yes. is what it feels yeah. like. Yes. And it's crazy that it was like written and it came so close after the original. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I think that's so. I will say, Larry, that some of my scores might be lower than the original Scream, but if you remember, the original Scream, Scream is one of the ones, ones you want to go back and revisit. I know, I know. Yes. I know. Yeah. This so. is one way to force your <laughs> horse's hand. <laughs> Scream for so for plot, I gave it a ten. Justin. Oh, I gave it an eight. A ten. Rachel. <laughs> I gave it an eight. And Mars. I also gave it an eight. Okay. It's fine. Cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematography. Again, I I'm gonna be carrying water for a little while longer. Uh I think it's perfect. I think there are some amazing scenes, and obviously some of them got parodied parodied in scary movie, which let me tell you, when we get back to Deranged Man, Justin, now that we do like a horror comedy per season, we're doing Scary Movie because I strongly feel it's one of the best comedies ever made. Oh, my God. I, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't – I wouldn't say the best, but I do – I like, it's a guilty pleasure. Like, that one movie. and not another team movie are – I said it in the, the, the watch party chat. Like they knew what they were doing, they understood the assignment, they delivered, and they are still strong today, which I think is very I, impressive. I do love those movies, but it's such a guilty pleasure. Like I barely will ever like recognize it. <laughs> how much I like those movies. So the gore is upped up, but it's not in a way that's like gross. You know, like it's obviously the original scream. We saw some guts and stuff, but in this one, we get a lot more blood. We get the head smash scene, which is gruesome as hell. Um, I feel like the way they do a lot of things, like Justin, I think I texted you during it, but the sequence where Sydney's on stage, um, they're doing yes. the practice performance, and like the people wearing the masks and the flash of Ghostface kind of chasing her around, like that's brilliant. That's like really, really, really well shot. And then like the fact that that stage comes back and plays a really important part at the end, like it feels like nothing we do is ever wasted. Like everything we have done has been building up to this moment, um, and. I like the fact that even though Ghostface is different, he still has the same exact, same exact like, kind of vibe. He's still kind of clumsy. Um, he still moves the same. Like I think all that's important because even though it's a different slasher, it's still Ghostface, and I, I think that's really important. And I don't know, I I I love it, and I think it holds up still to, to today. So there you go. Again, carrying water. <laughs> Everyone else. Uh, I I might be biased. I 
love the way this movie looks, but it's because it gives me that amazing like nostalgia high Mm -hmm. of when I was watching these, you know, like that period of time where you're watching Scream and you're watching I Know What You Did Last Summer and you're watching The Faculty and it just gives me that like, like even like, you know, the way they use music in these kinds of movies. I know it was trendy at the time to make movies like this, but it makes me feel like like it's so so lame and stupid but i'm like you know it's like the nostalgia of when you are watching these movies when they first came out in the 90s and it's like it, it makes me happy for solid yeah it makes me it's just it makes me happy when i see that and it's like i don't know that if they made a movie that was shot like this now if i'd have if it would be like watching that being like oh i remember when movies were like yeah. this i don't think it would be the same so i get really nostalgic when i watch movies like this which makes me like oh like they did a spinning pan in the middle of a park <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah like, justin and i talk about that a lot for 80s movies right jay like 80s movies just have this vibe but yeah. it doesn't obviously we aren't we weren't around in the 80s like so these ones actually like do that like you said mars like that nostalgia kick the, the yeah berries, if you will So it's just, like, it's so fun to watch these movies now, even though it's, like, you know, that's not how we see... That's not how we make movies now, but, you know, to watch them now still is, like, aww. It's, like, a a fuzzy, scary movie hug. And, again, for me, whenever (laughs) slashers just don't even try to do, like, CGI and we keep it all practical, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and I I agree with the ghost face thing, like, watching them, you know, even though you know it's a different human... Mm -hmm. But it's still a character until we see that human. Yes. You know, so it's like you kind of... I do too. Yeah. Rachel and Justin, again, y'all are quiet. (laughs) I I mean, I I feel bad because, like, a lot of the scenes in Scream 2 were obviously parried. Parried? 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 Yeah, you know, parried. Uh, (laughs) In Scary Movie. So, weirdly enough, I actually remember a lot of them better from Scary scary Movie than I do... Uh, this one, like the, the the movie theater bathroom scene, is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! What you want? It's a penis through his ear. Uh, I kept forgetting what was like actually going to happen because right? I kept expecting yeah, the scary movie too. version. Me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, were they all stabber when she's walking up to the? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. We'll we'll do scary movie at some point. We'll make Rachel sit. Yeah, we have oh to. no! <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, I, we sorry. I, I we can't do all of them though. No, God, I would never. So I would never do it. I would do one. You might twist my arm into two, and that would be it. So I don't even remember what happens in two. Which is the one where he has the little hand? Oh, that's number okay. two. Yes. All right, <laughs> that's the one I remember. Where he's like, "This oh, is my yeah. strong hand." Um... <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to do the first two. <laughs> so, okay, okay for cinematography, I'm, it's, I feel unclear on my opinion because sure. you guys talk about how this gives you nostalgia. Like, I do agree that it definitely does sort of like touch on a memory, but I was like trying to be a little objective in the way that I look at this. And to me, like I was looking for moments of visual flair or a voice or... And what I got was that it looks like every 90s slasher movie. So, but here's where the question is. Is that because it's a product of its time? Or is it because it created the mold? And I think... because Wes Craven created the mold. Because that is, I think, a deciding factor about whether or not we, like, want to praise the cinematography. Because if it is just something that is, like, in the... It is cookie cutter and part of just, like, an overall trend, I think 
there's not a ton here that's innovative. However, if he created the look that would co- like go on to become the standard for that period of time, he is the innovator and therefore the cinematography is really interesting, like especially yeah. from a horror filmmaking perspective. So I'm I I guess I wish I had more historical context, but I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt to the movie because I know how totally like paradigm shifting this franchise was in the 90s when horror was kind of so and and that would be like why i would push for in my opinion why it is it was the standard yeah it was what everybody tried to do right i mean it is Wes craven Wes craven did this before in his career even Mm -hmm. like this isn't the first time that he kind of defined uh, yeah. Uh, an era. <clears throat> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was the and like so original I, I think James Wan. That's a Juan. really good uh-huh. point to bring up too. That's yeah. a really good point. Because yeah. if it was like like Mars said, one of those cookie cutters that fell into place, that's yeah. one thing. But right. this is the mold. Yeah. Well, and I think that so that that will definitely impact my score because I had two scores right, written good. here. <laughs> good, good. You're gonna Hopefully like the one I go one. with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh everyone's good for cinematography. I gave it a 10. Justin? Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, I give it an 8. Rachel? As a, uh, if it were just the style, I would give it a lower score, but because he created the style, I'm going to give it a 9. My girl. Mars? 8. Okay. Audio? Oh, we got like shit on for giving it an 8, huh? This is, <laughs> this is... I'm a guest! I know! <laughs> this is the last time that I will speak first uh, for a category. Nothing negative to say. The even though Justin, you're talking Come about it, I could, on. I could not um, name the name of the song. I typed the words of it to you, like the the, the red right hand, Nick right? Cave. Yeah. And then obviously the score for Dewey, which Justin pointed out perfectly, it does have those twin feet. Vibes. Yes, I couldn't remember who said it in the chat, but that's like the best was, part of the music Justin. is yeah. is yes. the totally twin peak Justin. theme. Yes. 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 Dewey. And listen, it's like it. it not only was it like perfectly mm-hmm. twin peaks, mm-hmm. um, but it like <laughs> made me like it more. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like that—that yeah. that yeah. does to me what like that's the warm nostalgic hug that you guys are describing. Yes. Like that's Twin Peaks for me. Like as soon as you said just... Twin Peaks, I was like, oh, and I'm in. It's like a warm <laughs> bath. I'm like on Justin's jacuzzi vacation right now. <laughs> And it's just crazy because I've seen this movie so many times. Scream 2 is one of, like, a movies I've seen so many times. And obviously now I've played um, one of the games based around Twin Peaks, Justin, with Whitney, Deadly Premonition. And I've seen well, it uh, yeah. ish, right? And they have the same kind of vibe. Yes. They, to them, yeah. But yes. Um, and I never once thought of it, but as soon as Justin said it, like a switch in my brain clicked. Yeah, I was like, holy it shit, totally is. Right. I thought about uh, switching some of the music out for this episode to the Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh my god, that would, would be notice. amazing! If, should we cover Firewalk with me someday? Can we cover Firewalk with me someday? We should cover it, uh, Rachel. Rachel, <laughs> yes. I will cover the entire Twin Peaks. Yes. <laughs> recording load just got even heavier Uh, worth it i don't need sleep if i can talk about twin peaks (laughs) and then two last things for me the ghost face his voice is just amazing it's iconic Mm -hmm. and then every single actor brings 140 percent the cast is amazing and it is just it it's it is a time capsule piece of fantastic acting and they all knew what they were doing i have nothing negative to say once again Everyone else. I will say, um, 
Roseanne's neighbor there. What's her name? Her Not sister, her her Lori sister Metcalf. Jackie, Sorry. put some respect on it. <laughs> okay, it, okay. I, more I, how long it's been since I've watched Roseanne? Okay. Um, uh, she's got great crazy eyes. Oh, I just want to say that yeah. now. Like, yeah. She played that character to perfection. I love her so um, I, I will say I didn't. I was a little iffy with the whole uh, Timothy Oliphant's like big speech uh, at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. What? I'm, I'm verbal nodding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. His speech was very like cringy. I loved I, it. He was like trying I, to no. be like, I want to be like Stu and Billy, and I, I, I know what I'm doing. I know what I need to say to get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I whatever, whatever. It was just. It was, <laughs> dude. It was so cringy. Um, Don't you hate I, on the American vampire? All American vampire. Uh, All American Jedi, I think. Jedi, goddammit. <laughs> we talked about vampire diaries, diaries early. I'm, I'm falling apart. Okay, sorry, I failed. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I don't. I. I don't know. I. I think that. Uh, the main cast did a fantastic job. Uh, I think like some of the side characters, like. Um, Timothy Oliphant, because he does eventually just kind of slip to the side. But um, he should his... because you're supposed to forget about him because he's the killer. He's the all-American Jedi. You can never forget yeah. him. He is very sexy. <laughs> Sorry. He oh, my God. Sexy, um, oh, my God. And I, I have to say this because it was super cringy, and I was talking to Michelle about it. The fucking, the, the like, the sing song. You watch yourself. The... You stop You stop before you get going. Uh, listen, Keep going. Keep I like going. me a musical. Okay? I like musicals. Don't get me wrong. That was just, it was so fucking I, amazing. cringy. I wanted to leave my body. It would not be amazingly in stage by Steven Spielberg. It would be cringy. It would be awkward. Everyone would hate it. And it's real. Are you really like caping for reality in the Scream series right now? <laughs> <laughs> that was what happening right now. <laughs> the hyper meta, like stylized film. You're like, no, it's good because realism. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i love you so much larry uh, <laughs> i really do i appreciate you going hard for the things you love i just like messing with you <laughs> yeah, I, I, i'm sorry larry i i that was like the one scene in this whole movie that i was like oh fuck like i i don't want to want like oh my god no it was probably my least favorite scene i looked forward I'm to sorry. it i was happy it happened here's so, oh yeah that's nice i'm happy oh, for you again i like musicals uh i do not like that sing song whatever the fuck you want to call that uh other than that though i i, I think yeah i think everybody did a fantastic job uh, yeah I, I don't know i don't really have much to add to it at this point so. uh i forgot about the sing song locked it out but you locked it out right? yeah how could you ever forget I... about that that part it was because oh. trauma when rachel described it as i wanted to leave my body i'm like oh so that's what you call that feeling. okay got it but it's realistic it. when... though <laughs> um yeah did not did not care for that uh and it it not only was it like uh, uh, awkward and uncomfortable to watch but then it sort of like feels like but so much of this other movie is so solid where did that come from? And then exactly. I kept thinking, oh, poor Jerry. <laughs> and honestly, like. <laughs> Man, you know whenever you're sitting in the cafeteria with your friends and everybody breaks out in a song and dance, right? And then applauds the yeah. guy who right? poorly. That's ever happened to you guys So before? realistic. No. Uh, like, uh, that scene me. ended. 
That scene ended, and all I could think was, oh, poor Jerry McConnell has to live with this right. memory of having done <laughs> if this. So, if a guy did that to me... I feel like my vagina would leave my body. It would be like, <laughs> we are out of business forever. <laughs> that being said, um, I do think all the performances were really strong. And one of my favorite things is the, how frequently they use recognizable actors as throwaways. Yes. Like, it's just funny mm-hmm, to yeah. me. Like, they put... Jada Pinkett Smith on the cover, you yep. know, like Drew Barrymore was the central figure on the cover of Scream, and I love that. I don't know why. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it, that, that, that's a you callback know. for Kevin Williamson. He did it uh, because obviously in Psycho they got mm-hmm. Jada B, and yep. that was supposed to be the main mm-hmm. person, and they kill her off. Yeah. yeah, and I just I don't know. It's hilarious to me that they you Especially know the sequels Mark... are being referential yeah. about like Black Die First and all of that kind of stuff going on. Like 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 they know what they're like they knew exactly what they were doing. Everyone understood yeah. what they were doing. Yeah, and I I just I don't know. I think that's so funny that um oh my god I can't I'm blanking on his name now. Pacey. Pacey. Yeah, was in there I was like he's the killer. Scene. He's got to be the killer. Conway. You know, and like Conway from Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was in and was mm-hmm. in there for you know a more significant amount of time, but still not like a main yeah. character role. Like they pretty much killed her almost as soon as introducing her. And I, I don't know. I think that's funny, and I love it. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. All right, audio. I gave it a ten. Wait, that's I didn't get to tell you my thing. Yeah, right, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jeez, I was gonna say good stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm so sorry. I will. Okay. He, he was well, now to it's a three. Randy. Yeah. Right. I'm changing my scores retroactively. No. Um. So okay, we already talked about Dewey. The other person that I want to talk about that maybe did not quite nail their thing, and then I'm gonna Uh-oh. say good things, which is. Portia de Rossi, bless her heart. Okay, okay, fair. She's trying so hard to hide her Australian accent, and I'm just like, Hollywood, this is America. Uh, (laughs) We have Australians here, too. Let them have their college. Yes, this is a melting pot. It would be patriotic to let this bitch talk like she's from Australia. (laughs) Anyway, okay, and then my favorite, we touched on already, Lori Metcalf. I yes. love her so much. I feel like she steals this movie. I understand that she's not a main character, but in Rachel's America, she is. She shines <laughs> in this. She's great as a foil for Gail Weathers when she's, yes. you know, I think she's really great in that part. And then when we get the reveal, and it's obviously inspired by Friday the 13th, and she goes yep. like full Mrs. Voorhees, I think her, like you said, her wild eyes are amazing. Her mustache twirling performance, it's all just chef's kiss for me. And I think it's such a fun way to move the franchise forward to be like, okay, well the first movie, if the first movie is Halloween, this movie is Friday the 13th. It's just, yes. I thought it was super clever, and I thought thought she absolutely freaking nailed it and um i'm like if i could score her alone this would be like an 11 um because she's fucking great okay and that's all i wanted to say to, like, <laughs> literally build up the character of mrs loomis by the way a reference to yeah 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 dr loomis i mean exactly. betsy palmer is my favorite part of the friday the 13th movie as it is like i find that movie to be okay to not that great and then betsy Palmer comes in and i'm like this is the greatest movie ever and i felt a, like not not the bad part of that but like i felt like oh my god this is this is giving me that same kind of yeah. like like juice that i need from this yep. this, this finale plot, like the fact that they really built this character up from the original movie mm-hmm. and they just left all these breadcrumbs so when it happens mm-hmm. you aren't like what the fuck it's like oh shit yeah i think it speaks to that whole thing about him having a treatment for the second movie ready with the first 
Yes. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, if you're going, like, ugh, put some effort into it. Like, have a story arc, which is why I'm kind of scared for five. But we'll get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we will get there. Okay. Audio, anything else? That's it. I gave it a ten. That's all I got. Justin. I gave it a seven. You're a crazy person. Rachel? I would have given it a seven, but I'm giving it an eight. A full extra point for Lori Metcalf. Okay, still a little low, but it's fine. I respect it. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I also gave Yay! it a <laughs> <laughs> All right. How scary uh, is y'all are okay with it? I will go last. The floor is y'all's. You can. Oh, I- this is going to be hard for Larry. I can go first if you want, because Larry, I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to be happy with this. Uh, I actually found this movie to be less scary than the original. Um, yeah. It just, I, I don't know, it didn't hit as hard, I think. Um, I didn't remember most of the, like, I guess, like, jump scene, jump scares, or whatever the hell you want to call them. Uh, but when they did happen, they didn't, it didn't really have any effect on me, uh, whereas I still think about Drew Barrymore getting hung, and that still terrifies me. Absolutely. Uh, um, and like the whole like getting pulled and while well, she's kind of on the phone with her parents, like I we, we talked about it in yeah. our original review. Um, I don't think Scream 2 has anything like that in this. I, I don't I know the if parody, the parodying that came from Scary Movie took a lot of the looking back heat away. You know what I mean? Like the fact that when you yeah. see the guy get stabbed in the head through the wall. All you see is a dick going through his ear. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think. But even that, I, I, it wasn't like, I, it was nothing like in this movie was to the same level sure. that even that opening scene in Scream was. Yeah. Hey, you um, are allowed, you it, are, you are entitled no, to I, I, I know. I, sure. And I, I, I will let you know right now, you are going to hate this score. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, well, I honestly, I. Back up the old numbers. If you go crazy on me, we will. That's okay. We, we can. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I honestly, I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't think Scream 2 is that scary. Okay. And I will leave it there. <laughs> Rachel and Mars. Um, so I am also sort of biased on this How Scary score because I I have this very deeply rooted fear that everything's about to go wrong at any minute, and I had no idea where that came from, and I'm realizing it's because I watched movies like this yeah. in the late 90s and so for me like movies like this actually touch on a lot of my real world fears like i'm constantly like there's someone in my house you know and like i'm constantly like who in the crowd is actually like because you know they have the statistics where they're like if you're in a crowded you know building or something and one person in this building is statistically as murdered at someone kind of Mm -hmm. thing so like i have those thoughts is it because of scream movies and movies like scream possibly very probable so it a lot of this movie actually is things that i am real world afraid of so watching things like this it's like i know that feeling of being in my house and hearing something upstairs and being like there's not supposed to be anyone up there Uh oh so for me it's not the scariest movie i've ever seen in my life but it does touch on true fears that i have so i i'm very biased is what i'm trying to get at is that it's not, I don't know if it's like a generally scary movie, but because I'm paranoid that I'm going to be murdered at least a couple times a day, a little scary for me. I, I can tell you right now, Mars, that I have similar thoughts on that. Yeah, like every time, and I'm not trying to like taint, oh, when I like go out and hang out with my friends, but all I can think is like, you always hear on the news, 
<laughs> like that's the, the phrase that keeps going through my mind is you always hear on the news people were just gonna go see a movie in a theater and then people died mm-hmm. you know like i'm gonna be that old paranoid person who's like oh you saw a movie in a theater <laughs> people died doing that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and it's like oh you took public transport people died doing that <laughs> you know like i'm gonna be that person <sighs> so okay you know, I always way overthink this one. <laughs> I don't know why I have so much trouble with this. It's the hardest one because it's okay. the one that can tank or revive. Yeah, it. because I think there are a lot of really, truly excellent films that that we're adding a very subjective score to. And so I always feel 100%. like, ah! So I, but I read this quote the other day um, when I was researching for The Exorcist by um, uh, Roger Ebert, who talks about what it is to be a neutral reviewer and how it's not about whether or not you like to film um, in a larger scope, but like how effective a film is at what it's trying to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to bring that sort of frame to how I'm talking about this. And I will say- a stronger person than me. Really? (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I think that there actually are a couple of pretty creepy, scary moments in this. I think for me, I don't have the same, like every, something's going to go wrong paranoia, but there is that opening sequence where she's getting killed in a crowded room and no Mm -hmm. one is acknowledging what's happening and she's asking for help and no one is taking it seriously. That... That is a fear that I have. It is something that happens in nightmares for me where I'm not being believed. I mean, there's like a degree of like really like intense gaslighting that is happening in this moment. Like I'm getting stabbed and no one is believing me. Uh, like that Literally, to me. Literally, Rachel, that scene is the reason why I hate American Horror Story cult so much. Because really? they could have replicated that in cult. Like the fact that you have an entire group of people who are just so brainwashed mm-hmm. or so stuck in their reality, in their moment, that they're seeing something truly awful happen and they don't realize it. I feel like we should get together and write a script. I think you have a cool <laughs> idea there. But but yeah, so that to me I think is actually, even though it's like played for sort of this, you know. Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek kind of thing. The core idea of what's happening there when she's standing on that screen or in front of the the audience just bleeding, like that was actually kind of hard for me to watch, even though I knew it was supposed to be fun. So I'm going to give it points for that being actually really scary. The other thing is I think there's really great tension in the scene where she's having to climb across, slowly climb across Ghostface in the car after it's crashed. Yeah. And it's, yes, I think that that is a really well-crafted tense scene. So I'm going to give it credit for that as well because yeah i i wasn't really scared over all of the film but i think for what it's trying to do it does a pretty good job okay. so my score will also displease you but much less so than justin's i, I suspect okay talked about it uh, for how scary like there are images in that that terrify me and one really? of the images for me honestly is the bathroom when I was a kid and I saw this afterwards for about four or five years, I would kick open every other bathroom door before I went to the bathroom. That is not an exaggeration. And if there was another oh, person using right, the stall right, door, right. Mm-hmm. I would not use. I would not go. I, that, that is that is a reason why I do not like like using public yeah. restrooms to go number two. I I will avoid it at all costs. Yeah, you can say poop later. I can't. <laughs> poop. Can you say he will not thing? excrete in public. Move on. <laughs> just say poop for me, please. Just once. Okay, now loop it and put it on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. I, 
when I was a kid, this movie scared the shit out of me. I'll just tell you guys. It really did. Watching Buffy get thrown off a balcony, watching Randy, who I liked, because as a kid, he was the horror nerd. And that was me. I was the horror nerd. I didn't oh, pick up stuff. But I kid, see what's I happening here. <laughs> I, I related to that horror nerdiness. And so when Randy died, I thought he was safe. I, I did. So when I was a kid and I saw him die, I was taken aback. However, I have watched this movie a lot. And I think if we were doing a house scary funny, it would be way higher for me. Watching it now, it's just so meta. It's so aware of what it's trying to do. It doesn't scare me anymore. Like, I knew that Mickey was going to pop back up. We, we all knew it. They told you it was going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. And watching it now, it does not n- come near the level of scariness it had in the first place. I think Rachel had a really good point, and Mars did too, because I am also kind of that person, Mars. Like, it's like, I leave my house, and, like, I am embracing the unknown, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Like, this could be the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is not as scary as the first one, and I think it's because it is more aware of what it's trying to do. I gave it a six. Justin? Uh, I actually gave it a five, okay. uh, mostly because of those two scenes that Rachel mentioned. I, yeah. I think that is where it, it shines the most. Like I said, I, I still don't like uh, going number two in public, so excreting. Pooping for you, Justin. Thank you. Thank you. Rachel. That's all I ask. It's a little bit. I gave it a six. I gave okay. it a six, yeah. And Mars. I gave it a seven. My girl. Good job. <laughs> that, that wasn't that bad. Five is fair. I think five is fair. It's, it's really, yeah, it is not as scary as the first one. It is a lot more funny and self-referential. Yeah. To review the scores, um, plot, I gave it a 10. Justin gave it an eight, and so did everybody else. Rachel and Mars gave it eight as well. Cinematography, I gave it a 10. Justin gave it an 8, and so did Mars. Rachel gave it a 9. For audio, I gave it a 10. Justin gave it a 7. Rachel and Mars gave it an 8. And for how scary, Rachel and I gave it 6s. Mars gave it a 7, and Justin gave it a 5. That gives it a final. Here's John. Oh, this hurts. Oh, this hurts me. Oh, see? Yeah. A 79. Sounds like it's not the best uh, sequel after Girl. It is uh, (laughs) a good company, though. A 79 puts it with Saw, Resident Evil okay. remake, the game, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, The Lost Boys, Frog Boys Forever. Frog Boys Forever for life! Frog Boys for, Frog Boys for never. Oh. Right? <laughs> and I, I, I will say that uh, Scream 3 will not have the same place for me. Scream 4 will get back up there, but Scream 3 does not have the same place for me. Um... All right, that's all we have. We're going to play a commercial from the member podcast of the Kaleidoscope Media Network and head on into the closing. Hey, uh, uh, Rachel Mars, do you have a commercial for us? Wow. Oh, yeah. I I sent it in that. Come on, let's do I sent it in the email. Let's do a live one right now. I sent an email in the one that you sent me for the sci fi one that you were going to send me. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Check your your inbox. Let's do it live. (laughs) Come on, let's do it live right now. Oh, hey everybody! <laughs> uh, come check us out. Just do like a like a. Haven't you ever looked at a streaming service and then wondered, hey, they've got a lot of horror. Is any of it good? I tell Justin here's you talking. I know. I, I thought I no, thought he I was he like... was playing me on the soundboard. It was so accurate. <laughs> oh, all right, all right, <laughs> it was right. eerie. Your voicemail voice is so different than your podcasting voice. Is it? I think yeah. I I definitely have a like on the phone voice, and when I'm talking to you, I'm just like. Oh well, no, not on the phone voice. Your voicemail voice is different. My voicemail voice is different. Mm-hmm. It's very professional, very nice, very like sweet. 
but you're not in general. As opposed it's just like to. Really? Yeah. Huh. In a good way. Not uh, a bad way. It's a good way. I like it. I even left, I left you a voicemail commenting on it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to my, Oh, you're saying like my outgoing voicemail? Or the voicemails mm-hmm. I send into the show? Your outgoing voicemail. The one I called. Oh. I call your phone. Oh. I'll have to listen yeah. to it. <laughs> I don't this is all staying. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the commercial. You got to go to bed. No, this is the commercial. Okay, okay we're done. Right, yeah, check out the closing. stream queens. Bye. All right, so <laughs> yeah. The next time you hear us, we are going to be reviewing Scream Three, uh, followed by Scream Four, Lakeview Cabin, and then the new Scream movie that's coming out. Um, yes. The zombie girls will be here for all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you guys want to say before we wrap it up? Hmm. I. Th- forgot which one was scream two and scream three if i'm gonna be honest so i started scream two and i thought it was in my head i was like oh yeah i remember this but i was thinking of scream mm-hmm. three so i was like oh okay i guess <laughs> this is what we're and then it turned out it was not that one i was like oh nice okay <laughs> i'm back on board <laughs> yeah scream three has some issues and i think the biggest one is kevin williamson not being there yeah yeah uh, any thoughts from uh, will. the other anybody else before we wrap it up just that it's fun to revisit these like there's always that risk of things not holding up the way they used to but i will yes. say it was also a delight to find out that there are things about scream 2 that i think i didn't appreciate when i first saw it that i got new eyes on and really perfect. had a good time perfect okay justin anything from you uh i just got a weather alert that we're gonna have a really bad storm oh have fun <laughs> yeah. my friend be safe tomorrow getting into work at four o'clock in the morning if it Oof. makes you feel any better, it's yeah. 43 degrees here right now. <laughs> Which let's is see. cold. Before we end this, let's see. Uh, it's going to get down to 42. Oh, no. No, 41. No, 40. 40. At 7 a.m., it's going to be 40 degrees. Ooh. That's almost freezing. Um, yeah, this is why I'm not gonna do well in the apocalypse. Like the minute, <laughs> the minute we get like a it bit is, of weather, um, I'm gonna be like, Ugh. oh wait, I'll, I'll send you. I die. As I watch Rachel, who builds a uh, bushcraft stuff, you can start planning. I it's well, thirty here right now. I'm gonna right now. Oh, that's horrendous. I'm going, and we're about to get ninety. Oh wait, fifty-five mile per hour. Wait. That sounds really fast. Ooh. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to put this out here now. You guys are invited. Speaking of bushcraft, Mars and I are buying an island off the coast of Washington. So we would, we're trying to build our own commune of people, okay. of, okay, of sure. cool when, people when? soon. We're going to like, we joked about the bunker and now it's gotten real. And we've actually been spending some time looking at islands in Washington. We've been looking at yeah, real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Perfect. cause we want to live life like COVID never happened. Yeah. And we're going to make that on our own commune. And you guys are formally invited. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to think what like skills I would bring to that. Poutine. You make the poutine. You would be. You would be poutine chef. Okay. Okay. All right. So that being said, we'll we'll plan our island out. I will come with a much. Uh, I'll, I'll come up with something else for next week or next time we record for our uh, for the special I always bring for Team maybe, Creep. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Team Creep. Maybe, maybe maybe I'll bring back Matt Libs. Who knows? All right, guys. Thank you, for <laughs> Thank you for hanging out yes. with us. And until next time, stay scary. I'm looking up so many synonyms for genitals for next week. <laughs> and I'm going to make sure that's easy. <laughs> I expect nothing less. <laughs>
The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny Podcast. Everything goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm-hmm.